Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. When I was writing this out, I'm like, I feel like I need like a cringy acronym. So I was like, what could I use? And I'm like, so I'm writing this out. I'm looking at the, the words I'm writing and I'm like, oh, boss. Welcome to the CornerCast. My name is Kelsey Kenry and I help professional women become fulfilled, earn more money and discover themselves so that they can succeed without sacrificing their mental or physical health. On this show, we'll talk about how to achieve work-life balance, become more organized and productive, so you can stop living your life on autopilot. Welcome, and thank you for being here. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The CornerCast, and I have a really special episode for you guys today. So I recently did this live training, which was so much fun, and I didn't want anybody to miss out on it because it ended up being really impactful and even more powerful than I realized it would be. And so I'm going to go ahead and give that training to you guys here today. So in this training, we talk about, of course, all things time management, but really, getting rid of and reducing overwhelm and stress and crossing things off your to-do list without actually doing more and running yourself into the ground. So all of that being said, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'm so excited to see so many familiar faces. It's going to make me cry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Old clients, new clients. Hi, Val. Don't look at me. You're driving. <laughs> Hi, girls. <laughs> All right. Hi. I am going to, so I'm going to mute everybody so we don't have like overlap in sounds. And then I'm just going to kind of let everybody. Yeah, feel free joining. We're going to do like a lot of, I'm going to ask you guys some questions and stuff. So the chat box is open if you guys want to find and be aware of where that is. But I want to start by obviously saying thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. Um, This is such a fun thing for me to do. When I get to talk about, for any of you that have worked with me, you know how much I love talking about time management and not just time management, but the importance of why we manage our time. So what I want to do is just start off by go in over in the chat and just kind of give like a brief introduction, your name, what you do for work, and then drop in your Instagram handle. So one of the things that any of you that worked with me know this I'm big on like connecting and having connections so I want us all to be able to connect with each other and see how we relate in these because we're all here because we all want to better use our time right so go over in the chat put who you are what you do and then drop your Instagram handle too so we can all connect on there and I'm just going to get into this and anybody else that shows up I'll just let them in and we'll keep it rolling. So the first thing I want to talk about is obviously why why is this important? Like, why are we here? As most of you know from being here, like time management is important, not just because we need to effectively manage our time, obviously. Time management is important because of what it does for us. Because when we're buried and we're stressed and we're overwhelmed, we can't serve and we can't show up in the way that we want to and that's best for us. So when we get a hold of our time and our to-do list and our overwhelm, 
we actually get to live better. As simple as that sounds. And when I say live better, I'm talking about actually like being able to enjoy our lives, which is, you know, something that a lot of people aren't doing. And we're just kind of in that autopilot mode, which I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about so often to where it's just one day after the next. And so I believe in creating small shifts that ripple into bigger things. And our time is one place to where we can shift things around and it can create something bigger for us. So everybody just coming in, um, just go in the chat, put who you are, what you're doing for work, and then where everybody can find you on Instagram. So we can all connect there. So it's about decreasing your stress. It's about decreasing your anxiety and your overwhelm. And yes, there are a lot of other things that come into play when it comes to boundaries and communicating what we actually need. But this is a great place to start because when we can get control of our time, it really opens our eyes to what we need to do next. So when I'm working with clients and clients are experiencing that lack of fulfillment and that overwhelm, one of the first places we start is with this in addressing routines and habits. And a lot of you in here have worked with me and we've talked through some of this stuff too. So hopefully there's, there's still a lot of value, but there will probably be some things you already know, but maybe, just maybe, you need to hear them again because we all know that we can go back and forth. So when we, we all want more time for ourselves and we all want more time to do the things that we want to do, which again, seems like, okay, like somehow we, we are in this world to where it's like, we don't get to do stuff we want to do anymore because we're adults. So it's just like work and sleep and responsibilities like that becomes our day. And so instead, like I'm choosing to reframe things to where really we need more creativity, more fun, more play. But when we've detached from ourselves because we're thrown into work and trying to build our career or our business, it's impossible to do that. So again, this is where we start. And I know that you guys are here primarily because you're, you are or have been in that position of being stuck and frustrated and kind of trapped. And that's like the worst feeling for me when I feel like that, when I feel like I'm stuck and I'm trapped, it makes me want to rage. <laughs> it makes me, and the first thing that we do is like resist that. And then we want to fight. And for me, if I'm fighting, then I'm like, okay, I need to do more. I need to take more action, which is really hilarious because I'm just going to go ahead and say that Katie, who is my business coach is in here right now. And I'm sure she's laughing her ass off because she's the one that's like, you need to sit still actually. <laughs> So it's just like that's that feeling of being stuck and trapped. And I've talked to so many clients this week about that feeling. And the realization is, is that like we put ourselves there. And so one of the things that we can do once we recognize that is we take back control. Like, how did I put myself here? And so one of the ways we do that is with our time and reevaluating like, our priorities and what's what's most important and, and what are we putting on our plate that shouldn't be there and what do we need to hand off. And so we're going to talk about that today. So I know that like a lot of us feel or have felt that feeling of really just being like overworked and unfulfilled. And that feeling is frustrating again, because we like to be the people who achieve. We like things to be perfect and we like to be the people that don't hand things off because if we do, that means that we're either weak or it's not going to get done right. And so that is a scary thing for us to do. So we put ourselves in these positions to where we have these great intentions and we're going to start this new thing, whether that's you know movement, eating better, a morning routine, a night routine, whatever it is, we have these great intentions. And then all of a sudden we find ourselves back in the same place. And it's this recurring cycle. And every time we're back in that trapped place, we're frustrated. So I want to invite you today to just recognize that when you're in, <laughs> Katie's laughing in the chat, when you're in that frustrated place, Recognize that there's power in that place because you get to move forward from that once you recognize 
that you can take control. Once you recognize that you put yourself there. And I've told this story before, but the first time that I went to jail, I called my mom and she was like, I I hated it then, but now it makes sense. She's like, you got yourself in. And so you can get yourself out. And so now I'm like, okay, I get where you were going, lady. I, I get, you proven your point. So now when I get in these positions, I'm like, all right, what ownership do I need to take of this, this frustration? So I understand that you have good intentions. I understand that you say you're going to do things differently and then you don't follow through. I understand that you're doing it all and that you don't want to ask for help. I get it. I've been there. I still go there sometimes. We all do. Like that's the most amazing thing. Katie and I were just talking about this last night about like what makes us such great coaches and humans is that when we get to go back to these places of struggle, we get to pull a lesson from it that then we get to go teach other people. So there's so much value in this. But if you're just, you know, on that hamster wheel and on autopilot, forever. You're not living. And that is like my mission and my goal and the impact that I want to create is to make people realize that the way that you're living should feel fulfilling. It shouldn't feel like repeating one day after another. That is not living. That is not fulfillment. There should be freedom in the way that we live and there should be that creativity and that play. So when you're buried in your day-to-day and your responsibilities and you're serving everybody around you and you're doing all the things that you feel like you should do, you're, you're climbing a ladder or you know, you've got your own business and you're just piling stuff on because you, you have to build that success, right? Because that's who you are and that's what's important to you. I want you to recognize that that is the place and that is the opportunity to detach. And I have felt this to where I have done this for almost 10 years and I have detached many times and been like, oh fuck, I'm detached. I'm the person that I'm not supposed to be, right? And so with that, I get to do this and come back to, okay, what else do I need to learn? What else, what else is here for me, right? So I really encourage you that while we're talking about to-do lists today, just understand that I I know where you are. I know what it's like to feel like that you can't come out from the bottom. I know what it's like to feel like that there's always something else that you could be doing that's more productive or that's going to make you more money or that somebody else is waiting on something for you. I understand what that feels like. And there's plenty of things that we can do to where you can actually accomplish what you want to accomplish while still taking care of yourself. So. Let's talk a little bit about what this method is. So when when I was writing this out, I'm like, I feel like I need like a cringy acronym. So I was like, what could I use? And I'm like, so I'm writing this out. I'm looking at the, the words I'm writing and I'm like, oh, boss, right? So it's like, you know, boss lady, all that kind of stuff, right? So I love it, but also cringy, you know. So the boss method is, the B is for brain dump, the O is for organize and prioritize, the S is for speak up and hand off, and the other S is for schedule. So that's what we're going to roll through today. And this is an easy way to get you from the place to where you're buried back into the place of that power, that control, that freedom. So the first thing, the brain dump, this is so simple and we all have paper and pens available to us. So it's literally just removing everything that you have in your brain and putting it on paper. And for those of you that have worked with me, you know how I feel about journaling and about, you know, writing our goals on paper and just writing things down in general. It's like, if something is not outside of my brain, it doesn't exist. Like it's, it's, if it's just swirling up here, like no actions getting taken, I'm going to forget. Eric's going to be like, what about that thing? I'll be like, what are you talking about? I don't, 
what? <laughs> it has to be written down. This is why I have lists, calendars. This is why I have Amanda. This is why I have many things and resources because I have to get it out of my brain and on paper. So just remove everything that you have. And if you're not a paper person, Mindy, I know you're in here. If you're not a paper person, use the notes app on your phone. Do you like, you guys like how I'm like calling people out? (laughs) Use the notes app on your phone. It is so simple. So, so simple because it's there and we all know we always have our phones, right? So I will get an idea about something I want to write, some little, somebody I need to email, some, I just, it's all one big like list. Don't worry about trying to organize it all right now. Just get anything that you can think about. When you think about your plate, what's on it? That's the goal. Just everything. And it doesn't matter if it's big or small. Don't make judgments about what's on the list and what should be there. Don't go there. Just dump it all on a piece of paper or in that notes app. And so if you have multiple to-do lists, like I know that it's like, we have a house to-do list. We have a business to-do list. We have a, we have a this to-do list. We have, and it's like, oh, that's weird. Like nothing's happening on any of those to-do lists. They're there. We're, they're just looking at me. Nothing's actually occurring on them. So for that, combine them. Can we just find one place? Let's just meet them in a central place on this one piece of paper. We're going to start there again. So if you have those lists already, take them, dump them all together. You can also use, if you like computer, like Google Drive is so easy. Just And you can access it from anywhere. <laughs> Megan's like, oh yeah. <laughs> She's like, that's teacher mode right there. <laughs> Everything in a drive. Yeah. So bring together any list that you have. And then don't stress about trying to remember everything too. Like one of the easy ways to do this is to, this is how my brain works, is to go through like your days. Like, what do you do on Mondays? What do you do on Tuesdays? What do you do on Wednesdays? And just go through that way. Because usually there's some recurring things in there and some things that we only do on certain days of the week. So don't worry about trying to have everything. Again, let go of your high achieving perfectionist self and we're just making a list. Just we're really good at making lists. We're really bad at crossing the stuff off the list. <laughs> so let's just focus on making the list right now. And then we'll figure out and fill in the spaces later. Okay. So this is a little side note, but I find myself when I'm talking to a lot of clients that we get so stuck in those small details of things. Like when I'm talking to a client about like building their business or making change, they're like, well, how? And what about this? And what am I? I'm like, what would happen if we just did it and figured it out? <laughs> oh, that's really scary. But we've all felt that to where it's like, what if we just jump and then when we're there and it's a little wobbly, we'll figure out how to make it sturdy. So don't get caught in the small details. Don't stress about what's, what's on the list, what you might've missed. It will all work out, right? It will all work out. So then the O we're going to organize and prioritize. So this is where like this feels good on our brain because we want to like label things, put them in boxes, folders, all that kind of stuff. So you're going to break things, these things into three categories. It's either going to be fixed, it's going to be non-negotiable, or it's going to be flexible. So in the fixed category, we're talking about recurring things that are same day, same time, right? So this is like work for most of us where it's like, okay, these are generally the same hours, same days. So anything that's recurring for you that's same time, same day is going to be a fixed. Or if it's something like, like Cam has jujitsu three nights a week, something like that that's consistent. And then non-negotiable are things that we have to do, but at different days and different times. So when I say have to do, I mean have to do. And this is why, here's my little secret trick for you. We're going to put the things for yourself in the non-negotiable category. So this is, you know how like when you make a schedule and you lay it out all pretty and you're like, okay, here goes my week. Then something gets thrown off and you're like, oh, I can't do the thing for myself. 
yeah, that's where like bearing yourself and overwhelm comes from. So we're not doing that anymore. Merry Christmas or happy Hanukkah, or whatever you celebrate, right? So in the non-negotiable category, anything like getting groceries, like we have to get groceries, but we can get them on Tuesday or Wednesday. Like same thing with your self-care. You can be flexible with where you move it around, but it is not an option. And what that looks like for you is going to be so dependent on your life. Like for a lot of us right now, locked in our houses, like we don't have as many options. And so we have to get, you know, use what we have, but it has to go there. And if you did this to-do list and you didn't put anything for yourself on it, now's your chance, right? So in that non-negotiable goes anything that has to happen, but moves around. And then in the flexible category, we are doing things that have to be done, but maybe aren't as urgent, right? So for me, maybe this should be non-negotiable, but this is going to be something like an oil change where it's like another thousand miles. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, just me. <laughs> but it's like that. that is something... The flexible things are usually what a lot of our to-do list is made up of. And those, these are the little things that like haunt us to where you go to bed and you're like, okay, time to go to sleep. And you're like, oh my God, I didn't call Susan. Like now I can't sleep because I'm thinking about Susan. So that's, that's like, if we have a place for this stuff, so this is going under a flexible category to where it's, you know, get, call this person, oil change, these little tasks that are like the annoying stuff. Like I have to get new health insurance. No, I don't want to do that. That's not fun, but like, it's something I have to do, but I could do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like depending on when the other things are. So that's how this all kind of starts getting put together. So we are not only organizing this brain dump, but we are also prioritizing by putting it in these categories because then it's like, if something has to move, like the flexible things are what moves, not the thing for you, right? Like we wouldn't just reschedule a meeting with somebody else because we didn't feel like it. It's the same thing for yourself. And then what this also requires that we do is it requires that we ask for help and support that we need because so often it's just like, there's not a place for this. Well, there is a place. You're just not trying to make a place for it. So make a place and then ask for what you need to secure the place. So now that the things are categorized, then you see the priority of things. And it's interesting as you do this too, because you'll notice like how your brain prioritizes versus how I'm telling you to prioritize. Because most of us, if we were going to go, you know, take our to-do list, categorize it and put it on a schedule. First of all, there wouldn't be anything for our own fulfillment on there because there would be like, well, there's no time for that. But pulling this all to the forefront really is kind of like a shock to the system of like, wow, I have so many responsibilities of stuff that I don't enjoy doing. I don't want to do. Other people could do for me. I need to ask for help on. And that is like a moment of honesty that's really important to have with yourself. So that's where our S comes in. So we're going to speak up and hand off. And I could probably talk for 17 hours about effective communication because we could all be better communicators. But really, when we get to this point, after we've put things in, in categories, we see where, we at, where we're at, we see what we need to take care of. We start to get a grasp on, okay, this is a lot of stuff but it feels a little more organized. Then it's like, what do I need to let control go of? What do I need to let go of? And that's hard for us because as the person who can do it all, like Amanda will tell you, she'll be like, can you give me more stuff to do? (laughs) Oh, I'm just over here doing it all myself. Don't worry. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) But it's like, truthfully, we can let go of control. And let me tell you the importance of letting go of that control. 
if we can let go of some control that we have, that is your link to freedom. Like the most simple way I can put it for you. Like your frustration with yourself, we've identified that you're there because you put yourself there, but you put yourself there because you're piling all this stuff on. You're choosing what goes on your calendar, what goes in your schedule, what your days are filled with. And so do you want to keep doing that or do you want to actually let go of something? When you let go, there is a transition period that is uncomfortable to where it's like, okay, I have to teach somebody how to do this. I've talked to so many clients about like handing off jobs in the workplace. And I'm like, let's just break this down. Simple math. Math works good with my brain. If you spend an hour showing somebody how to do a task, right? And then it takes away, you never have to do it again. And then all of a sudden, this was a task that you were spending 15 minutes on a day. We're talking about within four days, you've covered that time. Do you see how that works? So like, Yes, it is about like, and this is a lot of things, but choosing the hard thing in the moment for the better future you choosing the hard thing and saying, you know what, like, I'm going to allow this person to take control of this because it will give me more freedom, which is what I truly want. And we forget this part. It tells the other person they're capable of doing it. So often our control issues our scene on the other side is we're telling people, yeah, you're, you're not actually good enough to do that. So I'm just going to do it myself. That's what they hear. That is not our intent, but that's what they hear because it's like, Hey, let me help you. No, no, no. I got it. Like I swear when I told Eric, I was like, we had like the initial discussion about like, he was a bachelor and you know, I like have probably mild OCD or whatever. And I'm like, that's a, like, that's too many days of leaving the dishes in the sink. So can you do that? (laughs) Like, and then it was like, okay, I spoke up, right? Here we go. Warming it up. And then it's like watching him load the dishwasher. I'm like, I'm, I am going to have to leave the room because that is one load of dishes and you're making it like four and I can't. But the bigger picture of that is like when I handle my discomfort, he's doing the dishes and then I don't have to. So it's the same thing here. Teach somebody else, ask for help. I, Audra, I remember talking about this with you. Like your kids can do the laundry. Like no more folding towels for you. You have elevated. (laughs) Like, We can find help and support in so many places, but it is our job to speak up. You are not weak or incapable of doing something because you asked for help. What about if you just don't want to do it? And so then you just let somebody else. And then the only thing you have to work through is letting go of the fact that they are not going to do it like you. It takes some time. Like, it's okay like that Eric doesn't load the dishwasher like Tetris. It's going to be fine. It might cost us a little more money for the dishwasher tabs. We're going to make it. <laughs> but then I don't have to do the dishes anymore. So it saves me, right? So the, the other question to ask yourself here is when you're thinking about speaking up and handing these things off, because you're going to, You're going to look at these things and you're going to be like, well, no wonder I'm buried. I have too much on my plate. So handing off is not an option. So when you're speaking up and when you're handing off, the question to ask yourself when you're fearful of handing this stuff off is what is having control preventing you from doing? And it's always the thing for ourselves. It's always us. And the things that we want to do, well, I can't read or I can't have a night routine or I can't work out or I can't whatever it is because I have to do the dishes. I have to clean the bathroom. No, you don't. You're choosing that. I don't want to clean a bathroom. I'm not going to. My choice. 
I pay somebody to clean my bathroom, by the way. Our bathrooms are clean. Don't worry. They're not, they're not just festering or anything in there. <laughs> but ask for help. You have to speak up. Speaking up and handing off is not an option. The reason why we get into this place of overwhelm and the reason why we detach is because we're so focused on doing everything ourselves. So let it go. Like you are the only person preventing you from getting the freedom that you want. That's it. So then our last piece of this is the scheduling piece. So once you've spoken up, once you've handed some things off, you've reduced these lists, right? Like that's the goal with speaking up and handing off. Reduce the list. Like you don't need 97 things to do on Monday. Because truthfully, that need to fill every second of our day is a band-aid for something underneath. You are trying to prove to somebody that you are worth something that you don't have to prove when you believe that you are worth something regardless of what you produce. You are valuable if you work one hour a day. You are valuable if you work 10 hours a day. But if I'm going to be the same value, like sign me up for like maybe like three, five, somewhere in there, not 10. Do not sign me up for 10, right? But that's, that's the truth of it. Like, so when you look at these lists and you see all of these things and you're like, all right, I'm going to get getting this done. Yeah, it feels good, but you're doing a bunch of shit for other people. And those other people are like, oh, cool. And then what happens in those relationships is we all know people treat us how we teach them to treat us. So then you become the person that's like, yeah, just put it on her desk. She'll do it. Just put it on her desk. And then you're at your desk and you're like, why the fuck is everybody putting stuff on my desk? And then you just do it anyways. You put yourself there. See the recurring theme? <laughs> so in the scheduling piece, you've reduced these, your lists. And so now you can schedule. And now when you're scheduling things, you just pull from those categories that we establish and you put that right into paper planner, online calendar. I mean, I use Google calendars. I'm not fancy. It's easy. And you can make it color-coded. So what more does my brain need, really? So you take those categories, you put it right in there. And then when there's, here's the hard part. When there's blank spaces in your calendar, everybody listening, leave them. (laughs) Betty's like, oh, (laughs) leave them. That's your freedom. That's the thing that you say you want. But the problem is, is that when you get to the blank spaces, you're like, what do I do with my hands? Let me just work because I know how to do that. So this is going to put you in some uncomfortable places. Pick up the book that you've been wanting to read. Go play outside. Move your body. Something. Meditate. Call a friend. Call somebody in your family. They're supposed to be blank spaces. As somebody who has filled all the way up and down and not had blank spaces, that is a one-way ticket to burnout. And if you've been there, it's not a fun place to be. I know Valerie's been there. (laughs) My girl working three jobs. I was like, yeah, how about we get rid of like two of those? Yeah, yeah, it's the best. But seriously, so don't overfill your calendar. You have to, this is, we, I know you do, Alexandra, but we're gonna, we're gonna get you out of that. You do not need to overfill your calendar because you're not proving anything to anybody by doing that. And you're not making yourself more valuable by doing that. What you're doing is running yourself into the ground. And when you run yourself into the ground, you can't show up for anybody around you. So all the people that matter to you, so you're trying to impress them, you won't be there because you're too busy trying to do all the tasks. So I have this little rule 
that I like to throw in and it's you before a task. So I literally was having a conversation with a client and she was like, because most of us are working from home and she's like, every time I go to like do something for myself, we were talking about her going outside, like just to sit for like a minute between calls or something like that. And she's like, but the, if the pillows are on the floor and then I walk through the kitchen and I see the dishes and I'm like, no, you sprint outside. I don't care how you do it, but you have to take, so we set a rule for her, which I've now made for other clients. You have to do something for you before you do a task. So if you're sitting on the couch and you like, you look over and like the dishes are like looking at you (laughs) and they're like, please come wash me. Definitely don't ask somebody else to do me. (laughs) And you're like, okay, I have to do the dishes. Then it's like, all right, that's fine. Well, you're going to read a chapter of this book first, or you're going to go for a walk first or whatever that looks like for you. It's one of the easiest ways for us to fit in because self-care guys, especially in 2020, like, what are we doing? Like painting our toes at home? Like who knows? Anyways, it looks so different for everybody, but it's a great way to get like moments just to breathe. Like literally the meditation app that I use has two minute meditations. We spend more time than that, like on our phones, scrolling, looking at people we don't even like, like truly. So every time you want to do a task that is like a household responsibility or something like that, just, that's fine. Just put something for yourself first. Go wash your face. Put a mask on while you're washing the dishes. Okay? Just. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good point, Valerie. Job three, always on to the next place type person. As I let those things go, I'm more productive. It's so, so true. And that's the thing is we we thrive and we're like, okay, I'm going to be more productive. I'm going to be more productive. I'm going to do more, 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 more. And then we're burnt out, so we're dead. So then we're not producing at all. And then we get fired from our job because we're dead. It's like, you're not serving anybody. That's not, if you were to sit down and ask yourself, like, who do you want to be? What do you want to create with your life? Would you say, oh, I want to be like on a hamster wheel and just kind of show up like in and out? No, you would say you wanted to live. You'd say you wanted to travel. You wanted to connect and be present with the people around you. And so it all starts with this simple piece of addressing where you are. So everything, when you do this, understand that everything is not going to be on your timeline. Everything is not going to be done exactly the way that you want it, but it allows you space to breathe, to create to have freedom, to do whatever you need to do for yourself to keep going, right? Like for a plant to grow, we have to water it, give it sunlight. Like if we don't, Amanda, what happens to our plants? (laughs) It's growing. (laughs) But if we don't, they die. Like treat yourself like that. Like you, you are important enough to water and give sunlight to. So, you know, and, and when we're talking about like this whole piece of, of where you guys are and the problem is obviously much bigger than the to-do list. Like as we've addressed here, it's like that, that getting buried feeling and all the tasks and all the responsibilities and not getting that time for yourself and what that ripples into, right? Like it's so frustrating to end up back in the same place time and time again and not feel like you're getting anywhere. Um, Isla said, can you speak to reminding yourself that you're important enough to water and give sunlight to when you're in your grind? That's a great point. And you have to prioritize even if you don't feel like it. So that are our worth and Isla, we, we talked about this, but it's interesting because when we're trying to build our, our self-worth, you, you have to do the things that a person with worth does and what you believe those things are, because this is all rooted in our beliefs about ourselves. So if you believe you're worthy, 
And if you, you say, this is what being worthy looks like, and you just start doing those things and you start feeling that and you start telling yourself that, then it, then it grows, right? So that is your water and your sunlight. That is doing those things. The, the affirmations, the changing the core belief is always the goal. So yeah. And, and you have to think about everything, pull it back to the macro of everything. So what I mean by that is in the moment when you don't want to do the hard thing, you do it anyways, because future self needs you to, your future self needs you to. And like, I talk about this sometimes when it's like about me getting up in the morning, like I don't want to get up at 5am, but I know that when I do what that ripples into is like, Obviously, there's the immediate sense of like me getting that quiet time, me getting the endorphins from moving my body. But then it allows me to show up and do things like this. It allows me to talk to clients. It allows me to learn and grow and have healthy relationships with my family because I can communicate effectively because I'm happy because I feel good. So all of that from a 5 a.m. alarm. So we get so caught up, like that's the thing. We get so caught up in the moment of right now in that instant gratification and we have to choose the hard thing. We have to choose the bigger thing because if we keep choosing the easy thing right now, then we're never going to get to that place that we want to go. We're never going to feel worthy as people if we don't do the work now. If I didn't choose the 5 a.m. alarm leads me to feeling worthy. It all starts with something smaller. And in those small moments that we feel are insignificant. <laughs> Amanda had groceries delivered yesterday. That's a form of self-care. Like if you hate going to the grocery store, it's like, that's the thing is self-care is not like this, this blingy, whatever. It's whatever you need it to be, truly. But the problem is, is when we are in this space and where you guys are and have been is that you don't even know what you need because you're detached. And that's the problem is that because we live these lives in productivity mode and we live to detach to where we can't be present with the people around us, then we don't know what we need. When we get those moments of stillness, that's why we still fill them with work or whatever feels productive. Because we're like, I don't know what I enjoy. I don't know who I am. What is fun? What is play? I don't know because I haven't done it in years because I'm just grinding. I'm just hustling, right? Amanda, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but what I do understand is that like where you, where you want to be and the reason why we live this way and why we want to achieve is that we want that fulfillment. We want success. We want to we make money, right? I like money. You guys like money? I like money. We all want to make money, right? So it's like that drive is there for you. But what you want is to actually like feel that you're not just working for money. Actually feel like there's fulfillment and there's purpose in your work and not be drained and be able to show up when you get home and be next to your partner and be there instead of in your fucking phone in your inbox or wherever you are or wherever your brain is. That's what you want, right? You want the fulfillment. You want to be able to earn the money, continue to climb the ladder, whatever it is, but without sacrificing your mental and your physical health. Because those are the first things to go, right? Like, did we even put those on when we made the list? Right? Like when we're shifting things around in the schedule, that's, that's the first thing to go. So we want to we be productive still, but we want to be able to be productive without feeling drained, without feeling like, okay, I have to check out right now. Like how many times have we finished a work day and like gone and sat down on the couch and like been on our phones and we're like, holy shit, I've been here for two hours. What just happened? It's like a time warp. Like you just turn off. Like that's, that's burnout. That's overwhelm. So imagine not having to do that. Imagine 
sitting and actually being present and enjoying where you are and not feeling like you have to numb. There's a lot of that happening right now, especially in this year. It's become, we have been stripped raw and we are forced to look at ourselves. And now it's like, okay, how about food and alcohol to solve my problems? Because we're really having to look at them now. So imagine not having to do that. Like when you are fulfilled, you don't have to do that because you can be organized, productive, happy, and you don't need the numbing. You can communicate freely and ask for what you need without feeling guilty about it because you know that you're serving and giving yourself what you need. And that's important. Going back to what Isla said about, about the self-worth, you're not questioning if you're worthy enough to, to have that help because you know, you are. So we want to be able to be present. We want to be able to still continue to earn the money that we're earning and be successful. But what we don't want is the lack of presence, the lack of freedom, and the lack of fulfillment, right? So I want you guys to like just imagine some things for me, right? So I want you guys to think about like actually waking up and maybe feeling rested because you didn't zone out and spend three hours on your phone or watch 14 episodes of something on Netflix and you got the sleep that you needed. So you actually wake up and you're like ready to take care of your day instead of like needing 12 cups of coffee or whatever that is, or like three energy drinks like this guy. I don't know. His Valerie, you need to talk to this guy about his heart or something. (laughs) So not good. I drink one cup of coffee. I'm good. That's it. So imagine feeling rested, which allows you to be actually more productive because your brain's working better. Imagine getting a raise that you deserve. There's a couple people in here that have gotten some raises that I've worked with. But you have to have confidence to ask for the raise. You have to believe that you're worth the raise. So imagine actually getting the raise that you know you deserve. Imagine actually stepping outside wherever you are, quitting a job that you don't want to do anymore, starting your own business that you want, and earning and continuing to earn without burning yourself out. Sounds nice, right? Imagine actually hitting goals in your personal and professional life. Oh, we forgot that we set goals for our personal life too, huh? Right? I thought that was just business. You know how many times I've sat down to write goals and I'm just writing all this stuff about, and I'm like, oh shit, what about me? Right? Imagine actually hitting goals in both places. Talk about fulfillment, self-worth. That's where it is. Like, If you guys think that I am enjoying writing 63 days in a row on the Peloton right now, my legs are like, I can't even feel them at this point. It's awful. But also like on the other side of it, I'm going to be like, I did it. Right. Those little moments of like, I did it. Imagine that, but not in your business. Because what happens and where you are now is your I did it's don't even matter. You don't even feel proud of yourself. You're just like, another check for the business list. Imagine actually feeling proud of yourself, right? Imagine that in your home and your work that you actually have support that you need. That'd be nice, huh? Imagine like actually feeling confident enough to ask for that raise or ask for the help that you need. What would happen? How much success are you actually blocking yourself from by by not asking for these things? How much are you holding yourself back because you don't have the self-worth or the confidence to speak up? And the last thing that I really want you to like imagine and, and think about is actually actually being connected to yourself. Like this is 
the hardest one. Actually being able to like sit and be with yourself, like not feeling like you need to detach, not feeling like that. What do I do with my hands in stillness? Because you're like, oh, I know who I am. I know what's most important to me. I know where I'm going, what my next step should be. Instead of, I don't know what to do. Because I don't, I don't know what to fill these blanks with. I don't know how to create these blanks, right? Every time I stay in bed, instead of working out, I feel worthless for the rest of the day. That's exactly... I think that I'll go back to your your question in a second, but that's such a good point. It goes back to exactly what I said about the small thing is the big thing. The small things are building blocks to bigger things. By you making the hard choice now and you telling yourself over and over again, even when you don't feel like it, I am worth getting out of bed today. Literally, you guys, that, that was where I started. That was my, that was my goal for the day was just to get out of bed because I was so broken and so depressed. That was the only goal I could have. That was my first building block. You don't know what will come if you just start with the one simple thing, with the thing right in front of you. What about when every fiber in your body is trying to convince you not to do the Peloton And the I did it moment doesn't matter as much as the extra 45 minutes in bed. That's all your mindset. That's all pulling it to the bigger picture. It's the same. It's the same thing. There is not a day at this point that I want to get on that bike. Not a day. But you know what I do? I focus on the thing that's right in front of me. Just like I said, when the alarm goes off, I just focus on getting out of bed. When I have to get on the Peloton, I just focus on putting my shoes on. That's it. That's all I'm thinking about. I have to put my shoes on. Once my shoes are on, if you guys have had a spin bike, you know, you have to clip in. Like I'm not going anywhere. I'm like clanking around the house. Like I can't, I can't escape. I have to clip in now. Like their shoes are already on. So just focus on what's right in front of you. Just, just the next, this is like what I talk about when I'm talking about with people to, to find their purpose. Just take the next right step. Just the next right step. Don't worry about the big shiny, like this is your purpose. Walk into this. It's like, we don't know what that looks like right now. Just take the next right step. That's all you have to do. So that's putting your shoes on. Like you hear the voice or the belief or the story of, you don't need to do that. You could stay in bed. That means since you hear it, you can also shut it up. No, thank you. Goodbye. Actually, I am getting out of bed because I'm awesome and I deserve to feel good and I don't want to feel like shit for the rest of the day. Thanks, but no thanks. You have that control. It's just about you believing you have that control. That's all it is. So what you need is we all need like, we need a plan of action. We all like action plans, right? Where it's like one, two, three, here we go. Just like this. We like methods. We like that stuff. But what we want to skip is we want to skip the underlying piece. So we need more than a plan of action. We need a plan of action that is actually an in-depth self-discovery experience to where we get to actually look at ourselves. Because if we look at ourselves and do the underlying work, the action steps are the easy part, right? And that's where we get long-term success. Betty and I had some incredible (laughs) sessions around this to where we peeled back some layers. For sure we did. And when you do that, that's where the long-term success comes from. That's where the sustainability comes from. And that's why you don't have, that's why you don't end up in the same place over and over again. So you need a plan of action, but you also need to know and be connected with actually who you are. Like, how would we expect to make a choice when somebody's like, what do you want for your birthday? You're like, I like red shirts. So I want a red shirt. It's the same thing. What do you want to do today? Well, I love my body. So I'm going to work out. I love my work. So I'm going to work. You have to know yourself to figure that stuff out though. If you don't know yourself and if you don't know what, what's of highest importance to you, you're just running in circles, trying to figure it out. So we live in this world that pulls us away, that detaches us. It's 
a cycle of putting us back and forth in, in what we deserve, what we, what we think we deserve versus what we actually deserve. But we can break the cycle, right? You can start with this, exactly what you're learning here today, just with your time. The next right step, right? So if you want to, if you want to make more money, you got to know your worth. If you want more support in your work or in your home, you have to learn how to communicate. If you want more time for yourself, you have to learn how to ask for help without guilt. If you want to be less anxious, you need to learn where is the anxiety coming from? Where is the stress coming from? Where is the overwhelm coming from? Because the band-aids, they're, they're not cutting it, y'all. It's not, it's not getting better. That's why it's the cycle. But when we look what's underneath, that's where we get long-term progress. So all of this being said and, and knowing where you guys are right now, what I actually want to do is I want to invite you, if you're not already working with me one-on-one, I want to invite you to join me in the Freedom Collective. So the Freedom Collective is my new group coaching program. And, <laughs> and it's actually, Megan, it's different than the original collective. So I would love to have you back. But it is an incredible experience. And <laughs> Isla, I love you. But I, want, I would love to see you guys there because we get to go in depth with everything that we're talking about here. And we work together for six months and we get to do calls like this, but they're personalized to where we're talking back and forth. And it's the answer. So you guys are the first to actually know about this because I wanted to open enrollment here. I'm only opening 10 spots for this and it's going to be incredible. So we're going to do two calls a month and I'm also going to offer you in-between call support and we're going to have a group Slack channel and Voxer so we can talk and I'm going to do weekly check-ins with you guys. It's just going to be phenomenal. So <sighs> I'm really excited that you guys came today. I'm, I feel like that hopefully you took something from this that will help you to cross things off your to-do list, but hopefully I've also given you some things to think about the bigger picture and bring things to that, that, uh, that micro. I keep thinking that maybe it would make more sense to try and schedule the workout at a different time. Oh, you guys are just having a conversation over here. (laughs) Um, Amanda went ahead and posted the link for the collective in the chat. So if you go to the page, there's an application on there. So again, I'm only taking 10 people. I know the spots are going to go quickly. I'm pumped about it. And if you guys have questions, you all know where to find me. And you know, I just know that the long-term change that you need requires mentoring, pulling back those layers. And that's why I have a coach. That's why some of you have worked with me already and hopefully we'll continue together. And uh, I look forward to seeing you guys there and thank you for coming. Thanks for joining me. And I'm excited for the next steps. So if you guys have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. And enjoy. Oh, thank you, Betty. I miss you. I miss our talks. (laughs) I will talk to you guys soon. Again, if you have any questions about the collective, feel free to message me. And it starts in January. So, um, yeah. And otherwise, I will see you guys soon. All right. You're welcome. Thank you guys for coming. Bye. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. 
Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.